Welcome back to Bach Fancy Talk, episode 8. I'm your host, Bach. Um, unfortunately, we have no new guest speaker with us today, so you're going to listen to my voice for the next 30 minutes, and that's not the worst thing. Um, very interesting trades going down this week, and you know what? That's what we're going to talk about. Welcome back to Bach Fancy Talk, episode 8. I'm your host, Bach. Again, I am solo. So going on this week, we had Robbie Anderson trade to the Cardinals. We had James Robinson who was ended up training the Jets yesterday, and that these trades are very impactful, I believe. I heard a rumor, obviously, CMC, the 49ers. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. And then Jerry Judy, I heard, potentially is going to the Ravens, which is a really interesting one to help Lamar Jackson's fantasy value, considering he's been struggling in the recent weeks, even though he is still the QB4. So we'll see how this... um, Trade deadline, a date to keep in mind, Tuesday, November 1st which is next week. That's a big one to keep in mind. A lot of guys should be on the move. A lot of team fantasy teams did poorly this week and NFL teams did poorly this week, and I believe that is due to the bye weeks with elite players being out. Again, the bye weeks last week were the Vikings, Eagles, Rams, and Bills. Week 7 was a big week to show how anybody can win any week in the NFL. A lot of upsets. I'm really upset about the Monday night game, Monday night game last night. The Patriots sold me. I needed eight points from the Patriots defense, and they ended up giving up 33 points to the Chicago Bears, which I'm not too surprised on because the Chicago Bears have more time to prepare than the Patriots did. It seems like the year of rookie running backs, a lot of rookie running backs are starting to step up. Travis Etienne is basically a rookie. Kenneth Walker is a rookie. Brees Hall was a rookie. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL. We'll be talking about that in a little bit. I would like to give a shout-out to a Mr. Pruitt for the inside information about the Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey trade. After recording on Tuesday, I heard from Mr. Pruitt that a trade was going down to send CMC to the Bay, which obviously then went down preceding that later in that day. I wish I got that on the podcast, but I did not. One thing I kind of want to talk about this year is the quarterback situation. Going into the year, I was very confident on picking a late-round quarterback as I had more than 12 quarterbacks, which I liked going into my draft. Uh, No specific order. Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow. Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Trey Lance, Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, and Josh Allen. Right now, I guess I could add Geno Smith in that list, but very disappointing year from the quarterbacks. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are underperforming as you could honestly drop Aaron Rodgers from your team. Dak Prescott got hurt, so I'll kind of give him a little buy on this. Lamar Jackson started off the year very well, but he's very underperforming. Russell Wilson got the money in Denver and left and just acts like he's not a franchise quarterback anymore. Justin Herbert was probably picked a little bit too high in drafts since he's the QB 8 right now behind Geno Smith. He's still very solid. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is doing very well. Trey Lance ended up, ended up being out for the year after hurting his ankle in Week 2. Jalen Hurts is a stud. Matthew Stafford is absolutely terrible right now. But I believe Stafford will be coming back soon. I'll be saying why I think he'll come back. And then Josh Allen's obviously Josh Allen. And you can honestly add Geno Smith to that list right now. But very interesting to see Marcus Mariota as the QB 11 and Daniel Jones as the QB 10 and Geno Smith as the QB 7 as we are seven weeks into the NFL. Like I said earlier, again, points per game is a very important stat to keep due to the fact that some guys are A, either hurt, or two, bye weeks are starting to hit. Like I said earlier, bye weeks last week, Vikings, Eagles, Rams, Bills, bye weeks this week are two very big fantasy football teams. Kansas City Chiefs, and Los Angeles Chargers. Fantasy points are down 22% this year from last year, which is an incredible stat. And why are they down? Well, 
I'll get a quote from Mr. Tom Brady, who had a great game this week. I watch a lot. I watch a lot of bad football. A lot of yeah, poor quality of football. That's what I see. Quote Tom Brady. In Tom Brady's defense, when we get into that game, I'll be saying why I thought it wasn't Tom Brady's fault that the offense did so poorly against a depleted Carolina team. Saints and Cardinals heading into the first Thursday night football game. Terrible first half performance from Marquez Callaway, who cost his team the game with two pick sixes. And the Cardinals defense ended up finishing with 12 points, even though I never really talk about defenses on this team. Solid receiving game from Kamara, as he did not get in the end zone in a shootout. But I still like Alvin Kamara moving forward. He seems like he's done with that injury. Chris Olave is a top 15 fantasy wide receiver moving forward. D-Hop proved me wrong. He had a better game than I thought he was going to. He slid into that Marquise Brown role, even though I really would have liked to have seen Marquise Brown play. Unfortunately, he is out four to six weeks on the IR with a foot injury. I still think it's a fluke, though, for DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I like his target share. He's, uh, I'm just, I've just never been, been a big fan of him. He's very boomer bust to me. But they have a favorable matchup this week against Minnesota Vikings, so obviously I like him this week. But again, Marshawn Lattimore was out, which obviously helped that Cardinals team. You know, Benjamin's a solid flex option and an RB2 option moving forward with James Conner being out. James Conner should be perfectly fine when or if he comes back. Terrible game from Zach Ertz, which proves why Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey are in a tier of their own, even though Mark Andrews had a very poor performance this week against the Cleveland Browns team. Heading into the 1 o'clock game, Falcons and Bengals. Falcons offense is tough to have fantasy football players on. I would bench Drake London right now, and I would bench Kyle Pitts right now, even though they play Carolina this week. Algiers a bi-week filler. They're just run heavy. Their defense is struggling, so they might start passing the ball a little more. But you know what? When you're down as the Atlanta Falcons, you don't start passing the ball more. You keep running the ball for some reason. Rough game from that team. Desmond Ritter could be starting. That's just something to watch out for. Bengals, their receiving core is elite. Might be able to start every receiver due to the fact they love to run five wide a ton for some reason. Mixon is pretty consistent. Hayden Hurst is a tight end to pick up. I don't like Tyler Boyd that much considering he has not had a game this year, I believe, or he has had over... Six targets, if I'm right on my numbers, I'll get that right now. But I think Tyler Boyd's a really good sell-high candidate, and that's what I'm looking to do right now. As the most targets he's got in a game this year is nine against the Falcons because they just kept shredding him up. Only two games above seven targets, so I'm not really high on him. He'll be competing for targets against T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Lions and Cowboys, why are the Lions so bad? Well, I really can't say that right now. I don't know what to do. Tough to start anyone from that team. DeAndre Swift, Jamison Williams, and Among Us should be back this week. I like Among Us, obviously, and I like Hawkinson, but if Among Us St. Brown can't go this week, Josh Reynolds is a player to consider going against a Miami defense, which they will be down a ton. Great game from Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott, which was what I expected last week. CeeDee Lamb is not a player to worry about right now. I like his big plays, and his volume should become better soon when they're going to be down in some games. With Dak Prescott being back, Dalton Schultz is a viable play. I really like him. For some reason, Schultz only does well when Prescott's in. And so I really like that option moving forward. Colts and Titans. Still like both running backs from each team. That's really it. No receivers I like that much from each team besides Pittman. With the recent move and Matt Ryan being benched for Sam Ellinger, I think this depletes the offense, but I think it helps Jonathan Taylor's volume more because I feel like they'll start to rely on him due to the fact that Sam Ellinger is not a good quarterback, and it will, I think it will be his first start in the NFL. So we'll see. Titans just start Derrick Henry. That's really it. 
Very favorable matchup, though, for Derrick Henry this week as he faces the Houston Texans, which I think the Houston Texans could win that game, but I think Tennessee will run all over them. Packers and Commanders. Lazard is the wide receiver one in that offense, even though he went down with an injury and it was sidelined in the third quarter. It's just not a good offense right now. A.J. Dillon is most likely droppable. Tanya's all right, but the only person I'll really play from this team is Aaron Jones as he's the RB10. And then maybe Al Lazard is a flex if he is playing this week. Commanders, again, like I said last week, I like Terry McLaurin due to the automatic connection with Taylor Heineke. And like Brian Robinson and Curtis Samuel moving forward, but with not that much confidence. I'm starting Brian Robinson this week as a bi-week filler as he is receiving 17-plus carries in the past two games, which is very good as they have a favorable matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. So I have the Commanders most likely winning that one, so I think they'll be up a ton. I'll be running the ball. Bucks and Panthers. Mike Evans dropping that wide-open touchdown killed the, whole, killed the whole team's fantasy value. Even though Mike Evans finished with 18 points, if he catches that, they're rolling. They win that game by a lot. But unfortunately, I'm not panicking right now. I'm a little concerned about Brady, and that's it. If you got a guy like Tua Tugalova, I would consider starting him over Tom Brady. I like the receivers this week on a short week in the middle of the season against the Ravens secondary. I believe this game will end up being a shootout, and I think Chris Godwin is a more consistent receiver than Mike Evans, even though I don't really know who to start from the Ravens receiving-wise, but I think the Buccaneers will do very well this week on a short week at home against a not really depleted Ravens secondary, but a secondary who ends up somehow getting toasted a lot. Panthers, I like DJ Moore this week against a very, very depleted Falcons secondary. We'll see if AJ Terrell plays. If he does not, I love DJ Moore, and he, you should find him as a spot in your lineup. I really can't determine who the RB1 is right now on the Carolina Panthers, but we need more time to make a decision before I can say right now, but I guess Deontay Foreman is the running back moving forward on that team. Giants and Jaguars. Saquon is still very, very good, but he's the RB2 right now with the clear RB1, most likely to finish as the RB1, Austin Eckler, as that team heads into a bye week. I cannot find a true wide receiver on this Giants team, even though I do like Wondell Robinson as a pickup. Darius Slayton, I wouldn't say should be rostered, but he should be a guy to consider potentially for the future. Jacksonville side of the ball. Travis Etienne is the RB1 moving forward for the rest of the year with the James Robinson trade. Uh, multiple coaches this weekend, uh, a.k.a. Frank Wright and Doug Peterson. Frank Wright said how Matt Ryan is his quarterback moving forward, even though th through the injury and then... Doug Peterson saying he did not play James Robinson due to him not feeling 100% confident and the team is still confident in him, even though they ended up trading him, which I agree with for both sides. The Jets, like I said, will just dive into Brees Hall towards ACL, so that's going to be a tough running back room to pick. But I do like Travis Etienne moving forward as he is very, very, very explosive from watching that game. I really like him. I like to see him get involved in the receiving game more. I like Christian Kirk a little bit against Denver this week, but I honestly would consider as him to sit this week considering Patrick Sertan is such a very, very talented corner. I think Denver is a team that we should start um, considering, I would not say rebuild, I would say somewhat tank this year because they're not they're not going to be doing too hot and that's such a strong division. I would say tank and honestly look forward to next year for Broncos fans. Browns and Ravens. I like Nick Chubb for obvious reasons. I really like Amari Cooper. With Deshaun Watson coming back soon, I think Cooper is going to become a top 20 wide receiver. I do not like Kareem Hunt at all moving forward. I think you could honestly, I wouldn't say release him, but I would say trade him. Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper are the only guys really to start. If you're in a deeper league, I would consider picking up Deshaun Watson 
as he will be come, coming back for playoffs. Ravens, like I said last week, I didn't think Kenyon Drake's snap share was enough to have him start on your team. And who ended up being right? 11 carries for 5 yards, which is absolutely miserable. Resulting in Gus Edwards receiving all the work. But why did he score so many points? Well, he had 18 points and he had 2 touchdowns. So, of course, he's going to have a ton of work. I don't like Gus Edwards that much. This team against a Tampa Bay tough run defense. But I would consider picking up Gus Edwards and rostering him. But if you really, really need him, put him in there and just hope he gets a touchdown against that Tampa Bay team on a Thursday night game. Jets and Broncos. I believe James Robinson will be the RB1 in that offense. He'll be the run power back, getting all the goal line and gritty work, and I believe Michael Carter will receive the receiving work. Who do you start this week? Well, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up for me. They play New England, who just did very poorly against the Bears. I think they lock in. I don't think New York's New York Jets' offense is that good. But you can honestly just play both of the running backs, and it's just a coin flip. If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Michael Carter just because of his upside with receiving work. Unfortunate Brees Hall towards ACL. He was a very talented player, and he was their whole, basically their whole offense with a very great defensive team. So I just feel bad. I mean, I think, I think Brees Hall, like, a, it's just tough. It's tough to say. He was RB6. Very good player. I'm kind of disappointed. He'll be a high-end second-round pick next year as he had a shot to finish as a top-five running back. Broncos side of the ball. I mean, I guess look for Jerry Judy to get moved. Like I said earlier in the episode of the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, if Riken is playing, whatever his name is, they're playing in London. I don't know if Russ is really going to play that game. Kind of a short week because you got to travel. So that's a lot more time for traveling from Denver, Denver, Colorado to London is a quick trip. So I don't know if Russell Wilson ends up playing. We'll see. Kind of frustrating, though. Um, ESPN's doing that game on ESPN+. Plus. So I don't know if I'll even watch that game. I think Jerry Judy is the receiver to play when Brett Reich, I, I don't know his name, I'm sorry, but the backup quarterback's in, I would play Jerry Judy. And if Russ is in, I would play Cortland Sutton. I don't like this team from a running back wise. It's a non-favorable running back committee. With It could be a, a, a coin flip three ways on who this team does well. But if I had to pick one, I would probably end up picking Latavius Murray just to, do, just to the fact he had that rushing touchdown this weekend. Texan... Texans and Raiders. I do not like Brandon Cooks in this offense anymore, and I think he's a guy who ends up getting traded to the Packers. I would put him on the bench for right now. Only person I really like from Houston is Damian Pierce, and that's it. Raiders side of the ball. Josh Jacobs was a steal of the draft as of right now, as he is the RB3 with a bye week already under his belt. Elite player, very high-powered offense. I think Devontae Adams might have been picked a little too early, but he's still a very, very top wide receiver one. Again, though, he's wide receiver six off a of bye week. So, again, if you're trying to trade for guys and you're kind of struggling, trade for guys who are either ha- either have already have had their bye week. But if you're in a really good position, try to trade for guys who have had not had their bye week as their value will be lower, a.k.a. some guys go after this week. I mean, I don't think you get Travis Kelsey or Austin Eckler from anyone, but maybe Patrick Mahomes, Juju, Miko Hardman. If you're uh, if you're five and two, you're four and three, you're six and one, and you know you're going to make the playoffs seven and zero. Go after guys with value on bye weeks, even though most of the popular bye weeks, like I said, were this past week. Seahawks and Chargers, great offense in Seattle. I really like what they're doing. 
Kenneth Walker is the RB1 moving forward, and he should be your lineup every week. I think Lockett and DK Metcalf are starts while they're playing. We'll see how DK is. He had a, I forget what happened to his knee, but he believes he'll be practicing Wednesday. We'll see what he says. As I'm recording this, I've seen no informa information from DK Metcalf besides the fact that he has a, let's see what this, hurt his collateral tendon sum, which is very good news from the doctors. So he should be in your lineup this week. If he's playing, I would I would be starting him. But if he does not, try uh, Lockett will be a wide receiver one to move forward. Chargers offense. Austin Eckler is him, and I would play Keenan Allen after this bye week. And Mike Williams most likely being out for a little bit. He just had his boomer bust week, a little high ankle sprain. That's going to hurt him for a while. And then obviously I haven't mentioned much about quarterbacks this episode. But Justin Herbert is still obviously a must start. Chiefs and 49ers. Juju's starting to look very good. I like what he said about their chemistry. They seem to be rolling. Upset about the Isaiah Pacheco news. Uh, earlier on Sunday before the game, I would say about a little bit before noon, Chiefs came out saying they are starting Isaiah Pacheco and put him number one on the depth chart and say they would like to get him a lot of opportunities. Did he get those opportunities? No, of course he did. Uh, very underwhelming performance as he finished with eight carries for 43 yards, no targets at all. So potential drop candidate, maybe hold on to him for a little bit if you got the bench space. Michael Harmon should be a player to consider as a bye week filler as he's on the best offense in the league. I think he's a better option than Marquez Valdez Scanling. And I think he's the wide receiver two in that offense, but obviously he's the third receiving option besides the tight end one clear cut candidate, Travis Kelsey. I'm not worried about the fact that CMC didn't too, do too well on Sunday. But I am worried about the fact that there are so many mouths to feed in this offense. Who are they going to go to? Again, like I said earlier in the episode, shout out to Mr. Pruitt for the information on CMC. But there a lot of concern on this offense from a fantasy football perspective, but a 49ers fan perspective. This is a good thing. Will CMC produce his production in Carolina? I don't believe so. I think he'll be running the ball a lot better because he's running, he's running behind a top 10 player in the league in Trent Williams. We'll see how he does. Personally, though, I would try to get rid of him as he is a high value. But again, he's still an RB1 to have moving forward. Jimmy G hopefully starts checking the ball down to him. So we'll see how that goes. Steelers and Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. I can't start anyone on the Steelers unless they are a bi-week filler. And I believe you have to start Najee Harris. What they said on the Sunday Night Football broadcast is that Najee Harris had basically a metal part in his foot. I don't know how to explain that, but basically what it does is it reduced him cutting. So with that, I think he was a little bit out of what he normally is. He's a very good NFL player. I still can't believe this guy was picked in the first round in fantasy back-to-back -back years and in the first round of the NFL draft last year, and he's just not doing too hot. Maybe he gets in the end zone. I think Mr. Bitsy should be starting for this team. I don't think Kenny Pickett's ready. Kenny Pickett looks like he's going for the interception title as of right now. But we'll see. Not not the best team at all. I don't like Deontay Johnson. And I don't like George Pickens. Why? Because this team's not going to get in the end zone that much. Deontay Johnson hasn't caught a touchdown for a guy who was picked in the third, mid-third round, early fourth round this year in fantasy drafts. We're seven weeks into the season. As I probably say this, will he end up getting a touchdown on Sunday? No, he won't. He's playing the best secondary. I would bench Deontay Johnson and George Pickens this week as they will get a 
obliterated by the Philadelphia Eagles. Miami Dolphins side of the ball. Tua Tagalova, for some reason, is diving head first after he's coming back from one of the worst con concussions I have seen in a while. I like Waddle and Tyreek this week as they're playing a very, very depleted Lions defense. If you need a bye week filler tight end, I would start Mike Gusecki. That's what I'm doing this week. Mike Gusecki or Hayden Hurst are guys to consider picking up. Bears and New England Patriots. I hate both teams, and the only player I like from either team is Ramondre Stevenson. The Bears running back room is starting to look like a committee with Khalil Herbert seeing more receiving work and Dave Montgomery seeing, I wouldn't say more rushing work, I would say more goal line work, basically split carries. I'm kind of upset about this game just for the fact that I need eight points from the New England Patriots defense, and they did not provide four points, giving up 33 points to the Chicago Bears offense. Do I think Justin Fields is starting to progress? Yes. Do I think he is going to be a valuable fantasy starting option? No, not at all. I don't think he's still a good player. Seems more like a running back. Patriots defense, terrible execution. Bunyam gets out outside of the pocket a ton, running the ball a ton. New England Patriots had at least 10 times to sack him, and he just escaped it. You know what? Great game for Fields. I'll give to him. But he also had more time to rest. He had the most time you can most likely have on back-to-back -back weeks going from Thursday Night Football to Monday Night Football, so the schedule really helped out that team a lot. They'll get whooped by Dallas this week. No way they no way they keep it close against Dallas. I'm coming out of there. Chicago Bears are not going to be a good football team. Moving forward, waiver wire pickups I like this week. Daniel Jones for the Giants. Nicole Hardman for the Chiefs. Gus Edwards for the Ravens. Wandell Robinson for the Giants. Odell Beckham, who is still a free agent. I believe he ends up in New York Giants again as they will most likely make the playoffs. I think that helps the team a ton from an offensive perspective, from a social media perspective, and a chemistry perspective. We'll see how that rolls. But I'm hope I'm banking on him going there, and I would consider picking him up. Jameson Williams, I would consider picking up from the Lions. Kate Auden, the tight end for the Buccaneers, as Cameron Braid is out. Greg Dolchich from the Denver Broncos, tight end there. Josh Reynolds from the Lions is a very considerable play if Among Us is out this week, even though he is most likely going to play this week. Robbie Anderson from the Cardinals and Khalil Herbert from the Bears. Defenses I like this week, Falcons versus the Panthers, Cowboys versus the Bears, Dolphins versus the Lions, Pats versus the Jets, Eagles versus the Steelers, Titans versus the Texans, Commanders and Colts as they play each other, Bills versus Packers, Jaguars and Broncos as they play each other. We'll do a little pick'em segment like we started last week. Thursday night football game, I got Tampa Bay in this one. London game on ESPN Plus, which is very frustrating. I got Jacksonville in this one. Atlanta versus Carolina. I like Atlanta in this one. Chicago and Dallas. I got Dallas, as I previously mentioned. Miami, Detroit. I got Miami. Arizona and Minnesota. I got Arizona. Las Vegas and New Orleans. I got New Orleans. New England and the Jets. I got New England. Pittsburgh and Philly. I got Philly. Tennessee and Houston. I have Tennessee, but would not be surprised if Houston wins. Washington and Indianapolis, I got Washington upsetting Sam Ellinger at home in their first game with Sam Ellinger at quarterback after Matt Ryan's out due, out due to shoulder separation and being benched. Should Nick Foles be starting for this team? Yes, yes he should, but you know that's why I'm not an NFL coach and that's why I'm here in this podcast here. San Francisco and LA Rams. San Francisco wins this one, CMC's back. Even though the Rams are coming off a of bye week, I still like San Francisco. 
New York Giants and Seattle. I got Seattle at home. Green Bay and Buffalo. I got Buffalo at home. Monday Night Football. I got the Cleveland Browns in this one. Some picks. This is not betting advice, but what I like this week. Carolina plus 4.5 against Atlanta. Arizona plus 3.5 against Minnesota. Philadelphia minus 11 against Pittsburgh. And if you're feeling risky, Houston money line against Tennessee Titans. Thank you for listening. Uh, Due to the fact we did not have a guest speaker this week, if you are very interested in coming on the episode, as there will be a lot of opportunities coming for people in the upcoming weeks, please hit us up on our Instagram at Bach Fantasy Talk. Or again, please follow us at Bach Fantasy Talk on Instagram. As always, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.